Hi, my gorgeous friends. Welcome to the Healing to Happy podcast. If you're new here, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I am a trauma specialist, a relationship specialist, and really giving you the behind the scenes of conversations I love to have and thought processes that I go through. If you know anything about human design, I'm a self-projector projector. So this podcast has been a place for me to share what I'm going through and be honest. And, you know, one of the biggest things in my world, my clients, whether in my masterminds, whether it's in one-on-ones or my programs or things like that is the more I start to speak, the more I realize we're not actually alone in what we feel. And especially in these transitions, I started this podcast when I was going through a breakup, one that I didn't see coming, but now looking back at it in hindsight, it's like, of course we didn't see the signs, but now that we see them and just has been sharing this navigation, sharing this path that I've been on since then and what's been created and, you know, some really amazing guests that we have here. So you can scroll through and see that and, you know, the whole thought processes that happens after a rupture and how to really make magic within that, within this in-between stage and finding the sacredness, um, and then navigating that. So in this episode, that's what I'm sharing with you is why something that I've been pondering on is why has dating gotten so complicated and what I see with my one-on-ones and how we navigate this and how we've really quantum leaped into love. And this is based off of our program, Sacred Singlehood, which you can tap in, you can listen to that, you can come, we do have it live, we have a little mastermind aspect that's happening on that, or you can jump into our dating micromind, which is our 30-day mastermind that's happening on the back end of that, and we have our six and three-month containers for one-on-one support. There's a whole bunch in our world that is happening for anyone that is looking to shift their pattern patterns to make dating enjoyable and fun and stop making it so much about the other person and really become the type of human that isn't so concerned about the other, but how much life can we fit in to this time period? And instead of worrying about, you know, the strategies and the way that I text and the way that I speak and da 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 to become this living sanctuary where you no longer have to process the strategies you just trust because you know yourself so much. That is what I've been loving in my world with my with my peoples and to share that with you all. So in this episode, this is an extension of the conversations we've been having and letting you in on that. This is from one of our Instagram lives. So you can go find that over at my personal page. It's Laura Patricia Martin. So ITS Laura Patricia Martin, um, our brand, our company, our content, our courses are over at healing to happy. So healing to happy. And I'll put all everything in the show notes at the end for, if you're interested in VIP sessions, a dating mastermind or our one-on-one containers, either way, I'm just happy that you're here. Make sure you like this, share this. If I can ask one request, of this is that you write a review let us know what comes fresh for you we we love reading these i specifically love sitting here and reading them and also this is how we get the world out there if you're looking to pay it forward and you know this is free content and that really helps to build this and to grow community and to expand this community and when we can share this and we can converse about it and really reflect on it it, it means the world to me so i want to thank you in advance for that and i will see you on the other side i love you and happy healing You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. 
It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs. Safety is imprinted and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. I want to talk today about why dating has gotten so complicated. I spend a lot of time in my DMs and with clients inside of Boxer, inside of programs, in my own masterminds, having this conversation of roadblocks or misconceptions or honestly straight up excuses of why it's not working for that person. So, hi, Lee, hi. So if you're one of these people, I want you to tune in. I want you to share this with someone. You know, land here, be here with me. This is going to be who knows how long we know. I like to riff on think Kathleen and all the kind of things. But for today, I'm so excited that you're here. If you are new to my world, hi, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I am a trauma and relationship specialist, but we like to make it fun. We like to make it juicy. I've been doing this for years after healing from domestic violence and drug addiction and abuse and things of that nature and really what led me to this is that my mother ended up losing her life to addiction after divorce and to me that imprinted in my soul after I had gone down the similar path that to me that imprinted in my soul of who can I become within my relationships from an empowered stance right like how can I take my power back so that I don't fall from this so that I can stand in my power and attract really good relationships. And it's been a lot of trial and error, but it's been good. And I really do truly believe in everything in my soul. If people in general become living sanctuaries, we can fight the war on drugs and addictions and the loss and the projections and the trauma that we pass to each other. And so that's my biggest mission in this world. And so for today, when we're talking about why has dating gotten so hard, I want to have an open and honest conversation with you and how this has been and the mistakes I see so many people in general. I'm going to be speaking about women and men because that is what I am from, but this can be catered to really any type of relationships, but that is what I am familiar with. Um, And so what mistakes I see is often, if you see me looking over there, it's because I have notes for this live. That's how jazzed I got on this. So if you're seeing my eyeballs dart that way, that's what's happening. So mistakes I hear all the time, and I really want to reframe this because they're excuses, right? Is there's no good men in my city, people in my city. Everyone just wants to fuck. Everyone's afraid of commitment. Um, You know, all they want is, you know, these apps just aren't my thing. The apps suck. The algorithm sucks. Like, I get you. Like, that's so real and alive and I want to validate your feelings. And the only common denominator from your relationship history is you. 
and that might suck and that might be a hard pill to swallow because that is what has changed and revolutionized my entire life this is something that i talk about like on the back end and i'm going to talk about this at the end inside of our dating dating micro mind which is a 30-day quantum healing to into love where it's a high touch i have my vip sessions ditching the dating app so that's definitely one that i hear on those calls of just like the apps suck and it's like yes and i have had some wild experience like i've only been on four dates in six years using the apps i've been on plenty of other dates but four dates from the apps and that was intentional because the apps are used intentionally right like there's a regulation that happens it's not just a swipe it's not just to fill a void it's not just to be chosen it's really stepping into that stance of what am i choosing how am i showing up to this what are the conversations i'm leading myself into and what are my standards right because what i see far too often is because we've been in this space in this world for quite some time is the focus goes so heavily on how can i get them to fall in love with me how can i get them to choose me how can i get them to be you know how can, how can i get chosen and we forget that the main question to be asking is how do i get to become the type of person that doesn't have to second guess what i'm saying and what i'm doing you know, we look and I was literally just on a call with my mastermind, with my mentor, and she was talking about this in business and strategy, but it goes back to relationships as well. We are always looking for a five-step process on how we can heal dating and how we can, you know, somehow find that match and finally get chosen and find our place and forgetting that. Dana, hi, beauty. I haven't seen you in so long. How are you? How's your little one? Um, and it, it gets to this space of forgetting the strength that we have and then building up these masks and then wondering why things aren't working but the reason relationships and dating and the things aren't working is because we're entering into a space of a facade where it's just who can i be and how can i act so therefore i can get chosen in this situation and i can get i can get quote unquote picked for the team right hey tim and I can get picked for the team. And when we're going into dating in that sense, of course it's heavy. Of course it's complicated. And to be honest, the way like swipe culture works right now, at least from my stance, right? Like I speak on personal experience and things of that nature, is we have plenty of options and there's no shortage, right? And so we can use that as an excuse or we can use that as a stance of abundance. And it can lead to this, how do I want to phrase this? like external validation looking for confidence and so there's no shortage of meeting people these days there's shortage of vulnerability because it's scary and it's real and alive that we don't want to be rejected because at this age you know plus 30 whatever 25 however old you are we've had a heartbreak or two and so we get scared and because we're scared we have self-protection mechanisms put into place that's our nervous system because when we start to feel this like excitement and this crush for someone and this like oh my god what if this can work it's like oh our brain does this really cool thing you can think your amygdala you can think your raz system it does this cool thing where it goes into self-protection it's like last time you felt this feeling this happened and so your body feels things and then your brain wants to make up a story that's your nervous system right like this is why it's so fun to understand your body to be able to sit there and go, oh, last time I felt this, now my brain's protecting me. Thank you so much, but I don't actually need to be protected right now. I actually want to feel vulnerable. I actually want to be attached. I actually want to have a crush on someone. And how rare that is in this day and age 
to invite that in because how often it is that we have these walls up and it's not to say that's here's the thing right why is dating so complicated and what can we do about it that's that's what i want to move into is that we're putting our worth and our anger into other people and we're focusing on other people we've got to that point right but we're also so afraid and so protecting that we're not understanding the difference between mirroring behavior and modeling behavior right like this is a huge thing in your nervous system and your attachment styles and things of that nature like explaining and hey Allie how are you getting ready for a date no 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 um we're doing these mirroring and modeling techniques right but instead of we're just both mirroring each other so because we're so protected and I don't want to be the first one to text I don't want to you know be the first one to call oh my god all these kind of things which especially for women we're taught not to do that because quote-unquote you're needy and a guy should pursue you and da 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 but and to be fair yes and hey Kim yes and that's a yes thing right because if you're coming from a space of these are my needs and you communicate that that yes i want you to call me i want you to ask me on a date i want you know this kind of invitation to be enticing and from a space of confidence there's a different there's a spectrum right there's one where it's like so protected that hey katie there's it's so protected that i don't want to ever text you i'm never going to call you first i'm never going to lean in i'm never going to do the thing like that is so protective really led by the ego-based kind of dating style and then there is the needy one where it's texting all the time blowing up staring at your phone da, 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 da. when are they going to call me there's that needy side there's an in-between that can be modeled and here's what i see in the dating world is we're all just mirroring the behaviors that the other person is giving us because being vulnerable and being brave would be hey shooting the text hey i'm thinking of you right now how's your day (gasps) what especially for someone that's like not a texter or not keeping up between dates which is something i'm navigating where it's like if you're just going to mirror back their behavior. You're just going to keep doing this thing back and forth. And yes, in the beginning stages, that's kind of the vibe because you're trying to figure it out. But if something is happening in your dating life and we're going at it with the same scenario, just swiping it into a different person and not looking at, yes, death to the fucking cool girl, please. I have an entire post on this like good girl, cool girl, like whatever thing. It's like, Ow, my nail literally just fell off. Um, Because we sit in this space of like, let me protect my ego and let me protect whatever. And then we're mirroring this like ping-ponging back and forth of Brian, of behaviors. But if we want depth and and we want vulnerability and we want conversation and we want someone to call us and we want these kind of things, you can get to a point in the dating world where you do the brave thing and you reach out and you model or you or you do the risky thing where it's like you get a you give a phone call because that's for me i don't want to text you all week but like i like phone calls right like let's how are you what's going on in your world let's have let's riff on something you know and so to model that back to someone and here's where the kicker comes in my friends having enough confidence because here's what we do it's like i get you it's real and alive the fear that rejection like what if they don't match then they don't match There are billions of people in the world. If you talk about your needs and you describe your needs or you show your needs and you model your needs and they're not met, 
That does not make you needy. That means you have boundaries and self-confidence. That means you know what you deserve, which is a good fucking thing and should not be built up walls of protection but to say hey this is what i actually deeply desire is this something that you can do and then this is another stance where it's like if you've been this is gonna piss me off with this nail i literally just hit it i'm getting my nails done tomorrow you know that you know that stage when it's like they fall off so easily anyways there comes a stage in the relationship right i wouldn't say this is like after the first date but when you get to know each other a little bit more and you're you're trying to create that culture within your relationship and within that dynamic where it's like oh like this is my standard this is why i expect and sometimes and most times in the work that i do you don't even have to say a fucking thing like who you are and what you do the energy you give out is like she is she takes care of herself she knows how to communicate she knows whatever so i better level up and handle my shit if there is something within the dynamic like i literally have to do this later so i'm I'm speaking this up to you guys because i was like how do i want to do this and how do i want to navigate this and whatever and model like this is literally a thing that happens in the dating life like i'm navigating it with you it doesn't have to be the why don't you never why don't you ever call why don't you ever text in between our dates why don't you ever do this like in that kind of motherly wounded energy that doesn't feel like a space of confidence but in a space of you can lean into the conversation, you can have it, and you can be like, make it playful. And in modern dating, we're losing the playfulness of this. We're losing the childlike joy where like you can talk about serious things of like, hey, actually my standard is that we talk at least once a day and you call and da-da-da-da. These are serious conversations, sure. But it doesn't have to be like someone's in punished, being punished and in the school system and here's that and that's all the thing right? Does that make sense to you? That is a big one. The way that you communicate, especially when it's like men, men are so fucking simple. I'm sorry (laughs) if anyone gets offended by that, but they are. And women are trying to date as if men are women and men are trying to date as if women are men. And we're forgetting that we're different sexes and we think differently and our hormones are built up differently and we date differently. And like, if you want something, less is more women to men. Speak less say that and not in a bad way but like be more direct this is why in my masterminds it's like keep what you have to say to a minute and that is such a challenge especially for me i'm a self-projector projector so like i want to talk about everything and it it takes me a while to circle around to get to the point because i'm processing as i'm speaking it out but the challenge is can you simplify it for the message that you want for the need that you want and understanding like the core piece for women understanding that your needs do not make you needy there is a way to communicate them in a way that feels so powerful and alive and rich. And this is why I love the masterminds now because you get to lean in with the triggers in the heat of it beyond just like listening to an IG live and being like, oh yeah, because it does get scary. It does get vulnerable. It does get, it's a stretch. It's a stretch, especially if you haven't done anything like that before. It's going to be like, Ugh. but the more you practice using your voice and the more you step into using your voice, the easier it gets. Like driving a car. You were scared shitless when you were driving the car and then now you're texting and driving and you're looking at the phone and you're, I don't know, putting on your lip gloss, doing your thing. Like it becomes a natural thing. It's just like this where you get to express your needs and because you're so confident in who you are, it's not, I'm doing this and this is like the wounded feminine and I see this so much and this is why the girl boss culture, da, 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 whatever. And I don't mean to mock you, but it, there's a reason why men are afraid to now even speak to women at bars. 
why they're afraid to even buy you a drink or come up because all of a sudden it's like I have a boyfriend da, 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 da. and like even though you don't it's like to have someone come and speak to you it's like I am open for any type of conversation this doesn't have to be someone trying to get in my pants this could be the next business partner I have this could be the next gateway maybe he has a girlfriend and I'm gonna go meet her and she becomes my best friend like if you look at dating instead of where is my partner and when am I going to be chosen as a networking game it becomes so much easier hey Emma it becomes so much easier because you're sitting there and it's like it may not be you it may not be you because but it could be your friend like a we may not match and then all of a sudden it could be your friend that like I meet you out at, I see you out at a bar one day I'm like hey what's up whoever hey hey I see you out John and then they're with a friend and then that's your match like you never know but because we put so much emphasis on will I get chosen I've noticed I'm genuinely afraid of men Jenica that is such a real and alive fear like I too did so I did a no man's diet for two years after my uh, domestically violent relationship and it wasn't so much that I didn't trust men after that you know I have a background with you know dealing with sexual assault I have Hannah I have domestic violence I have manipulation I have narcissism they all kind of went in this route right where it was like I was so afraid of men but what I realized is that I didn't have intuition I didn't trust myself anymore to notice when a situation wasn't meant for me because now I don't attract those things my clients don't attract those things it's not it's not that they don't exist they're very real and alive there aren't not everyone in the world is the best person in the world but when it comes to being afraid of men that is so real and flipping it on its head it's wherein you do you not trust around men you see what I mean there it's it's taking your power back from that because if it's just to label all men, anyone that comes up to you and starts a conversation, anyone that holds eye contact, anyone that walks past you and moves past you, like those are real. I have felt all of them. But when you have such divine trust in yourself, when you have such a conversation with your body, it becomes safe. You know, and it's working on that where can you start to build your trust around men where can you start to heal that within yourself so that it becomes this safe place and it may not be dating right now it may mean being single and walking with yourself for a bit so that it can become safe right like it doesn't mean throwing yourself and doing exposure and doing all these kind of things it could be you know for me it started with staying in by myself because i was so distracted that i couldn't even hear these thoughts right and then it started taking myself on solo dates and then it started solo traveling and then it started solo evenings by myself and like like so my solo dates would be like coffee dates and then now it's like I take myself out to oysters and martinis and I you know lush and give myself a zhuzhuzhum kind of day but like it's expanding your nervous system in that way of how can I build trust with self in these situations that used to be scary and that's building your edges that's that's growing your nervous system because otherwise when you feel something in your body that fear is so real it's so alive it's so true and it's looking at it and without that meaning anything bad can you just witness it and go huh that's interesting 
it's not good or bad like we think fear is like this bad thing it's like can you just let yourself be feared in a feared state without it meaning like i'm broken or nothing is working it's like no you're just afraid and that is that is what it is and that's okay what can bring you back to safety right what practices can we start to instill so that we can start to build trust Mm, I like this, knowing I want to track these situations anymore, and then I can feel when they are present because of what I've learned. Exactly. Exactly. And so you start to really heal, because the hard thing as well, like I said about the common denominator thing, is what's happening in your life is a direct reflection of what your nervous system is trying to protect itself from. So this isn't to say you're at fault. This isn't to say any of those things, like I'm not at fault for my sexual assaults. I'm not at fault for, you know, the drug abuse. I'm not at fault for the domestic violence or my mom dying from addiction or the abandonment. Like, I'm not at fault for those things. And whatever happened in your narrative, like, you're not at fault for that. And I want you to know that. But I'm going to speak from my experience because I don't know yours personally. But what I do know to be true is my nervous system actually felt more safe within the chaos. And so I kept trying to blame outside circumstances like dating being hard or men being scary or men being fucking idiots or money being hard to accumulate or girls always stabbing me in the back or friendship sucking or my family being assholes like all these beliefs that i had i was putting it all on them forgetting that everything within me is my power and so obviously the belief system in my nervous system if i was stuck in the chaos ali if i was stuck in the chaos and this is where i actually found safety because even though safety doesn't mean it's good right my nervous system actually felt safe in the chaos so it was attracting that because that's what was safe and so now my my steady state is very calm very calm very like i i will get spicy and i will get high on life and i will do these kind of things but you know the good gets to become good it's not coming from a space of i only learn from chaos like it's no longer that it's i learn from good and then it's it's so good that i'm like oh my god it can get better like i don't know and it's it's an edge and it gets to grow that way and it gets to be vulnerable does that make sense for you does that help with you let me know also guys this is a two-way conversation let me know i love it it gets me high on life when i get to have conversations with you um Oh, the other one that I wanted to talk about. So modeling and mirroring, we talked about that for a second in the beginning of if we want to create a culture that is safe, that they do text, that they feel open to start a conversation, that they want to go on dates and they want to do this. Like, again, talking about like men and women, like men, it's like the instant gratification, you know, to... I don't know be noticed to be validated to have the immediate pleasure but like the need in life is you know genuine connection fulfillment fulfillment to see a future with you like to be a safe place to land you hear me say this all the fucking time especially if you're inside of sacred singlehood or you're inside of any of my masterminds or my one-on-one or vip sessions like you hear me say it all the time your job is to become a living sanctuary your job is to mirror to the world what you want back which comes from modeling, right? So, or modeling to the world what you want mirrored back, right? If you are just being in a reactive state, which is just mirroring back to the world, which is what I'm talking about when I was talking to Jenica of, you know, when we expect chaos and we are mirroring back what we're experiencing and it's just this like tit for tat, the brave thing is to model what you don't know yet. 
vulnerability, openness, communication, needs, wants, desires. And then you know from that straight on with that date, with that person, whatever, that if after a while, like it's not going to happen right away. The first time you model something, they're not going to catch up. That's a given. But you give yourself a number of how many times you're going to do this and how you want to communicate it in a playful way so it's an open conversation of like, this is it, da 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 here's my desires, here's my wants, here's my needs. And if it's not modeled back, you have the choice to leave. You have the choice. And to build that confidence, like true confidence comes from who you are, not from all the things that you have around you. And I know that's going to take time for to land, but this is how it works. Oh my goodness. Um, anyone that's listening to this on the podcast is going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm squealing so much because I see so many fun faces pop in here. Um, but when we're sure, I forget where I'm at right now. I got distracted by that. But um, as we are navigating things and trying to mirror and model and have these things come back into our life, it's our responsibility, right? This being the living sanctuary, that's where I was at on that. And the last thing that I, one of the last things that I wanted to touch on is red flags and closure. So we spend a lot of time a lot of time from what I hear in my VIP sessions, which by the way, if you're looking to ditch the apps, we have some sessions. If you haven't seen my announcement, we have that open right now um, with seven days of integration. A lot in the sessions is like these red flags, like, oh, they do this. This feels icky. This feels this. Da, 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 da. This reminds me of my ex. Like this, they act this way. They spit this way. They speak this way. Da, 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 they whatever. And it's not to say we're not allowed to have standards and we're not allowed to have boundaries and we're not allowed to do things, but we're so quick to write things off in this culture, this swipe culture, because, hey, if you're not a match for me and you head up a red flag, I can easily go swipe and there's a thousand more people down the block for me. And we forget to ask the question for ourselves, hmm, I wonder what happened in their life that made them respond that way like perfect example of this I never went on a date with this guy because I was like already not my vibe but I'm curious because we had been chatting on Bumble and he had asked me for a photo and I was like bold no (laughs) I have an Instagram if you want um but instead like I could feel at first like red flag red flag this doesn't work for me but then my initial follow-up was what happened to you and your dating life that made you not trust that I look the way that I look and that's opened up a real conversation for us and although it didn't go anywhere that that's what it is where it's like instead of looking at fuck this person and oh my god they triggered me and oh my god I'm offended like to remove the red flag and start with a curious lens and forget and, and remember that we are all a bunch of traumatized seven-year-olds stuck in adult human meat suits trying to self-protect ourselves in this world that we live in. We have so much unhealed and addressed trauma that we un- get uncovered in relationships. Like Relationships are the one portal of activation that will shift everything inside you. That's why they're so vulnerable. That's why they're so tender. That's why they're so scary. That's why we're avoiding vulnerability. And... Can you give the compassion that you pray for? Because you're not a 
you're not on all the time either right like i'm i work in this and i am not on all the time like i literally went to brunch with the guy that i have a crush on i'm not sure if he has a crush on me back either so um just kidding i know he does but we went to brunch with his like friends and all of a sudden i like got like shy and like quiet and i was like i just i feel scared and i don't know what to do right now (laughs) and like just sit there and just be like oh like if someone were to judge me for this version of me lame so can we actually lean in and he did he was like oh like that was different that's cute that's like a part of you and i was like yeah it is very much so um and so it's looking at things like that where it's like can you instead of seeking out red flags and going for self-protection mechanisms because we have plenty of people on the internet that we can lean into can you be vulnerable can you stop looking for the red flags and start a deep conversation as to why do you do that not in an accusatory mother way in the playful communication way that's where you can start actually having deeper conversations with a lot of people i've realized aren't used to doing that it's like the weather and the sports and where'd you go to school and whatever like what's your past relationship life and it's like can you ask a deeper question and so ali asked i'm going on a first date what's your number one piece of advice become the type of person that doesn't have to triple think what they're saying and doing like just be you be you like don't put on a facade don't do this whole thing like it's not like i do kind of bite my tongue on that because it's like don't put all of us on the table like that's a lot at first but it's like can you just be the same way you were when you were with me and we got drinks for the first time and got brunch for the first time and like let that be enough without thinking there's like some 10-step process that i have to get so therefore will then love me it's like that doesn't exist people like that suck on the internet you're never going to see that come out of my mouth (laughs) except for when it comes to nutrition that's definitely a thing that i do wade also everyone wade and laura days are doing an event tonight please go look at it it's all about their love and they're my favorite little couple for expanding my nervous system on what couple is so hi go check them out um so yes so the first one would be be you like we spend a lot of time What's that number one thing on the checklist that can, you know, whatever. You know, Mama Gina says, put pussy juice on your neck. You know, she says, you know, don't wear underwear. There's other people that say, like, lean back, don't say anything, be mysterious. There's other people that say, lean forward, ask all the questions so you can know them and ask the revealing questions. Like, what is most comfortable for you? And that part of your nervous system is going to match to theirs. Because when you're a living sanctuary for someone else, instead of feeling like this is a job interview or, you know, like I'm genuinely just here because this is really fun for me. And I don't really give a fuck where this goes. The intention obviously is there, but like I'd make it about you. Make dating about you. Who do you want to become in this process? Because there's going to be a time in your life when you are in love and you got your little babies running around and they're, you know, jumping and doing and you're 15 years into your marriage and you're like oh my god you're the only dick i'm gonna look at for the rest of my life and all the kind of things are happening and it's like instead of rushing this chapter right now how sacred can you make it 
of who you get to become. Do you want to be the relaxed? Do you want to be the sensual? Do you want to be, you know, the maiden? Do you want to be the mystic? Like, do you want to be the goddess? Like, there are so many different female archetypes that we get to play into. And it's like who you want to become in this journey. And that's at least how I've taken it the last since my breakup is just like I've been so many people in this. And this is my favorite version, you know, because there is no masks. If you ever have gotten coffee with me, if you've ever gone on a date with me, if you've ever had a conversation with me, this is exactly the way I am. This is exactly the way. Even when I have a crush, like sometimes I'll get shy when I'm out with our friends and I've only had a few hours of sleep because like, yeah, sure. But that is also a part of you. And so instead of trying to become the person that gets chosen or the person that's like, how do I get them to fall in love with me? How do I get them to be the one? It's like, how do you get to become the type of person that doesn't even worry about that? It's no longer about the how. It's just the who are you being? And that's what comes from it. And I get it because it's like we spend a lot of time in like the whole wishy-washy questions. Like, I feel this. Like, it comes up where it's like, what are we? What is this? What are we doing? Kind of feeling. And it's so real. But the reason is because we want some type of closure. We want some type of understanding. Where am I headed in this narrative between us? Right? And, and to be in that space of like, how can you create clarity from a space of groundedness? Of realness? That? I kid you not. Like, if I had a man sit down in front of me, and I have, where it's like, this is what I want, this is what I'm doing to desire, to get to that desire, I don't know if it's you, but this way looks good. Should we should we walk that way on that path and see what happens? It's like, yeah. And that beca- that's because you know what you want. It's not just waiting to get chosen. It's not just waiting to for someone to choose you and, you know, to fall in love and whatever. It's like you live your life. Because it's a romance novel of your life. And in this space, you're becoming the best version of yourself. So that when that person does come, you're like, I am so me. And now you get that version of me. And I get inside of the context of a relationship, we're going to be triggered and we're going to grow. And it's it's all these kind of things. But it's like, you get the very best version of me now. I'm not going to wait to do that until you get here. Right? And so, let's see. Is that conversation question even necessary? What's the intention? Was that the question? Or like, what are we doing here? I think that's what I asked. Um, For some people it is, right? We want a big human need, certainty and uncertainty. Those are different things. We want excitement. We love surprise. And we want to know what we're doing. And so it gets to a point not... And so here's the way that I would articulate this, right? If you're at that stage of dating and you've gone on a few dates and you want to know what's happening, like making sure they're not a fuckboy and what have you or girl we do it too it's fine and having that kind of conversation it's like hey like i just want to make sure we're on this and that can come from like the conversation you have right like i go into every date i am looking for the love story of the ages i am looking for something that doesn't even make sense but it's gonna be so grounding and so beautiful and like i'm not gonna stop until that happens i believe it to be true in every fiber of my being and if that's not you that's cool we can chill we can have snacks, we can do whatever, but like, also that's my vibe. Whether that's you or not, that's fine. I'm not saying this is what this is, but that's my intention with this. I'm not here to fuck around anymore. And that's my boundary. 
if I came into that conversation with a, what are we? When am I going to meet your parents? Like, like the different kind of like needy kind of like what are we because this makes me very you know uncomfortable and da 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 like it's it's a different kind of vibe it's like I can come in and it's like this is what I'm doing and if this doesn't meet my standard this is what I want like I don't and again it's like an assertive way and it's playful and it's silly and it's feminine and what have you like again the communication process is and it's like no you don't have to ask that question what are we on the first date but it is really helpful for your nervous system to know that the intention is clear. I am looking for my person. Whether that is you, I don't know. But if that's not your intention here, then I don't really see this going anywhere. Because here's the thing, people. Believe people's words when they tell you. Believe them. We don't, we don't get to change people. We meet them exactly where they're at and stop falling in love with potentiality of a person love them for who they are in this moment right here right now there is literally a person for everyone when we become a match to our match if we continually cycle through wondering why do i keep dating the same people or why does this type of person keep happening or why do my dates after end after three months or why what else do i hear often the apps don't work or Everyone just wants to have sex. Whatever it is. I don't even know if I can say sex on this thing, but... Oops! If that's the same thing that's coming up, it's like... You're the only common denominator. So if you want to change that, look at that. Where's the roadblock? What would it feel like to you to actually have a love story for the ages? Are you ready for it? Have you done... Have you leaned into this? Has it felt so good? Has it... You know, where are we at in the conversation with self? Because you're a fucking dime and a half. You are a dime and a half. And if something in your life has happened where it's told you differently, let it be. Witness that fear. Without it meaning anything is good or bad or thinking, like, you know, without giving it a narrative, just witnessing it from a bird's eye view, looking at that story that you're telling yourself without it meaning good or bad and just feeling that fear of like, yeah, I am afraid to actually be loved. That's an edge. So therefore, I'm picking unavailable men. Oh, so can we shift that can we become something bolder can we become this confident queen can we can we really step into this portal of what we deeply desire because it's not the apps it's not the city that you live in whatever else it's the beliefs that you have about you And that gets to shift. Like right now, that gets to shift. Like we're going into the weekend. I think it's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. (laughs) We're going into the weekend. Can you have a cheeky flirt without it meaning this is going to be your husband or your wife? Can you get dressed up for you? Can you go out, just have a good time with your girlfriends, but be open to receiving an invitation? Can you have a conversation with someone that maybe you've been seeing, but you're like, I don't really know what this is. <laughs> so can, not saying we got to like define it, but what path are we on right now? <laughs> can you help me out with that? And can you start to model instead of mirror? That's the biggest thing. Relationships, dating, it's not as complicated as we're making it out to see. It's not... 
You know, like, I I literally, when I hear people say it, I'm like, I don't subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to dating being hard. I don't subscribe to relationships being hard. I don't subscribe to dieting or nutrition being hard. I don't subscribe to making money as hard. Like, I just don't. Because that's a choice. I'm sure it's real and alive for other people, sure. And it was for me for years. It took work to get to this space, but I don't subscribe to it. And so I'm offering you that. What do you want to model to the world? that you want mirrored back to you because you have so much power you have so much strength you have so much knowledge like this gets to be such a fun turned on state of being because one day you're going to be married and have your things and you're going to look back and be like i really wish i didn't rush that chapter i really wish i like savored it and learned more about myself and traveled and got to have these conversations and got to go on dates with really cool people and learn and grow and not rush it like if you believe that love like something i love about high level mentorship and what my mentor always reflects back to me and the group of women that we're surrounded with is it's an infinite game if you know that without a shadow of a doubt you're gonna fall in love like you like i have no doubt in my mind my love story like i don't have words like i i know that and so if i know that's coming what's the rush of needing to know if this person is going to be them if it is them what's the rush because it's gonna eventually turn into something and then we have our whole lives together so what's the rush there of like getting this this like phase of being like giddy about a man and like like it's the way you look at it right like we get to choose this and so that's my riff on why dating has gotten complicated because we've complicated it we've mirrored back what has been being mirrored to us instead of modeling what we want communicating from a high standard being bold being brave being vulnerable falling on our heart and letting that be literally finding safety in the fact that like fear is an edge and that's totally cool like now i know when i feel fear like that's my edge and edging turns me on so this turns me on when it's an edge you know it's like this is where we get to go with the conversation it's not complicated it's easy because it is because you you claimed it to be as such right now on this call so how can you make it easy? How can you become someone that isn't worried about getting chosen, but is worried about becoming someone that doesn't have to second guess what they say or who they are or what they're doing and what game and how quickly they text back? Like, how can you just become a match for your life? So that's my riff. <laughs> if you know anyone that could benefit, share this with them. We love them. If you're listening to this over here, I love you guys so much. Um, we have the dating micromind that is happening and filling on the back end. It's going to be starting in like three to four weeks. And that's going to be a high touch, high caliber, quantum leaping into love mastermind that is happening. It's niche focused. Instead of, you know, the broad mastermind, this one is niched and it's going to be for 30 days. And the thing about that is like, it's fun to learn these things through podcasts and listening and books, but there is no better feeling than when you're in the midst of a trigger and you can go on your phone and you can voice note and someone can walk you through that. And it's not just like a girlfriend. It's actually an expert in the field that can navigate and reprogram the nervous system. So that 
dating becomes fun. So that we are a match for our match, right? So this is filling on the back end. I also have ditch the dating app VIP sessions, which we announced yesterday and they're filling on the back end. And so that's going to be a one hour call with me. We're going to dismantle all the dating beliefs and all the things that you've been happening, really do a deep dive into personally what you've been doing. And then it's going to be seven days of personalized support through Voxer. So you get to actually integrate. So this is like the step beyond just like we go to one therapy session and there we go. And now what do I do? It's like you get those seven days of quantum leaping your heart and putting these practices and these tools and the the plans and what have you that we put together on your call. So we have that available and then we have the dating micromind that is filling on the back end. So if that's where you're at in your life and you're like, I'm so fucking ready to be the best version of me, to fall in love, Melissa, to fall in love, to quantum leap, to feel good about this process and to really do this in a regulated, empowered, bold, brave, <clears throat> feminine way. Like this is the most fun I've been having in my life and the women in my world it's 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 a treat um this is for you so i love you you're beautiful you have a nice butt it's the weekend go shake that butt like it's the 90s <laughs> and enjoy your weekend i love you bye